Welcome to this episode of Revive and Thriveology, where I interview Felicia DeHaiti. We talk about clutter clearing, how she employed feng shui during her health struggles, and also creating ceremony throughout your day-to-day. Keep watching. Welcome to Revive and Thriveology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. Welcome, everyone, to Revive and Thriveology. Today, I have Felicia DeHaiti. She's a feng shui and soul coach and feng shui and soul coach teacher. She's a speaker, an award-winning educator, and contributing author to several best-selling books. Felicia, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Lisa. I'm honored to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So I think we talked right before we started recording. I had Luann, who is my teacher, but you also teach a lot of the same things. And then some. Um, you have been in, you mentioned in articles, you write articles, you're in books all over the place, and you're doing amazing things. Mm, so you. exciting. <laughs> How did you get started on this journey? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> big question, I know. Give <laughs> yeah, us a good little question. intro. Um, so I think um, unconsciously, I was always doing kind of feng shui things. Um, when I was growing up, my parents would always comment like, oh, she moved the furniture again. <laughs> and I was I always seemed to be conscious of like, making sure I felt good in a space. Okay. Um, but I didn't even know what feng shui was. And I was at a retreat. And the retreat leader was like, okay, everybody make a list of like all the things that you like to do and you'll discover like what your passion is or what you're really, um, you know, meant to do in this life kind of thing. And I made a list and I didn't think anything related. It was, you know, color, art history, um, interior design, but there were also like astrology and oracle cards and yoga and there was like all kinds of things on the list and I was like yeah I don't think this <laughs> I don't think this relates um and then I started doing google searches and the school of interior alignment kept coming Ooh. up with every search and I was just like oh what's that <laughs> um so that's how I first like discovered uh, the school of interior alignment okay. and found my teacher yeah. who was also Louis. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and that's how I got started with, with this particular journey. That's exciting. Oh my gosh. So I know you do so much with clutter clearing and you're always writing articles about it and posting great things. And P.S. I'm going to add links to Felicia's um, social media and things. If you'd like to follow her, head to her website. She's got cool content on her website. Um, but I love some of the stuff you share about clutter clearing. How did you discover that clutter clearing, you know, was this like magical ticket, right? How did you really get mm. get so on board with that? Oh, that's a good question. Too. <laughs> um, I think in doing the feng shui, especially when you, you know, with practicing on my own home and using strategies in my own home, I realized that, you know, you can make all the feng shui adjustments you want, but if you still have like a lot of stuff in the way that it doesn't really, you know, give optimal results. Okay. I love that. And so, and so I started diving deeper into like clutter clearing as the prep for the feng shui adjustments. Right. Nice. Nice. So if you had to give everyone one tip for clutter clearing, like what is your favorite tip to get started or get past that overwhelm or anything? Mm. 
Ooh, to get past the overwhelm, it's like just start with five minutes. Yeah. I mean, it could just be shifting one to three things can really make a big difference. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about, you know, you help other people with clutter clearing, but what have you found in your own life? You know, this clutter clearing, how does it help you in your, maybe your office, your workspace, your home with your family? Mm. Yeah. Um, wow. So <laughs> in my, I guess, in my office space, in my home office space, it helps with focusing on projects mm-hmm. or just making space for like thinking of new ideas. Okay. Cause I used to keep, I used to be a bookaholic. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know. And I, <laughs> I had like, I don't know, thousands of books, but they, you know, it's like, I found it was hard to arrange them. I couldn't remember what I had. And it was just like all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I don't need to have all the books in my possession. I'm not a library. (laughs) (laughs) So how in the world did you decide like which ones to keep and which ones to get rid of? That'd be hard. First I got rid of, I, I got rid of the ones that I'm like, okay, this doesn't really fit. Like I had a lot of books from, you know, college and high school. And I'm like, you know, I don't really need these. Those were the first to go. Like, I don't need these. Um, I'm not using them. They're not even on subjects that I'm interested in anymore. So it was easy to get rid of the things that are like, okay, I'm not interested in this anymore. Um, And then just diving deeper into, okay, what books do I go back to a lot? Okay. Um, And making sure like I showcase those books. And then it was just, you know, a little bit at a time, you know, like maybe once a year, I'll still go through like my bookshelves and make room for other things and, and you know, go. release things. I, I love to go. I take um, books and take them to that half price bookstore. So, I mean, mm. you might only get a nickel for the book, but it's a nickel towards a new book. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. it all adds up. <laughs> so typically, I'll take a box and then I'll be able to take home one book. So I get rid of maybe 10 mm-hmm. and I take home one new one. <laughs> yeah, That's a nice way, you know, or donate them too. There's so many ways mm-hmm. to donate yeah. your books these days because books really, they have so much energy connected to them. You know, they do. wow, I mean, it's overwhelming. You don't even think about it, especially when you think about the topics and maybe the effect it might have had on you while you were reading it or mm-hmm. you know if it's been passed around those those the energy connected to the books mm-hmm. um so i'm happy we got into clutter clearing but i'd like to kind of go in a little deeper direction if that's okay and mm-hmm. would you mind sharing a little bit about some of your health challenges you've experienced mm-hmm. So in the, wow, since um, 2015, I've had three different cancer diagnoses. And so it started in 2015, I had stage 3B colon cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to my, you know, I went through treatment, recovery, and then I got to the five-year mark where the doctor was just about to release me from like, oh, I never have to see you again. And I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, And I've had two different breast cancer diagnoses uh, between uh, 2020 and 2022. So how has that impacted your work? How maybe have you changed gears or just approached your work differently 
by being able to understand being in that position. Mm. So it has, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that, well, two things, <laughs> um, that it's okay to ask for help. Okay. Like asking for help is not like a last resort <laughs> thing. And also that self-care is not just like, oh, I'm going to go to the spa once a month. It's really like, what do I do every day in my life? And how can I arrange my spaces to support me on a daily basis mm. so that it's like a continual uh, process? That's good. So do you mind sharing some of those things that you do or implement into your day-to-day -day routine? Oh, sure. So um, I do, like I meditate every day, at least, you know, meditate. I do a, um, I mean, not, you know, like three hours or anything, um, <laughs> but some uh, meditation and prayer. And I also do um gratitude lists. And even if it's not, even if I don't write it down, like every day, I just like mentally review the day and um, what I'm grateful for. That's good. Nice. So for your meditations, may I ask, do you do like guided meditations? Or are you just on your own? Do you have like a certain setup and a certain space that you like to meditate in? Well, I do have a, um, so in our bedroom, uh, in the, it's, so I have a really big closet. Darn, so... <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> yeah, darn. But in the closet, in there's a window bench, Ooh. like in the in the closet, and so I have like a deck of oracle cards and you know some crystals and a little like bench cushion and a journal, okay. and so that's like my favorite space. But then I also like sometimes I'll meditate in my office I love that. space too. Yeah, sometimes you got to take it where you can get it, right? Sometimes I'll even yeah. be in my car at the end of the day. I'm like, I have five minutes to reset. I'm just going to sit here mm -hmm. in the peace and quiet of my car and breathe and do my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. I've met you through, you know, the Denise Lynn world into your alignment. And I know you do the soul coaching as well. Um, tell me about some of the other avenues and other work you do because you do so much, so many amazing things. And I'd love for everybody to kind of get a taste of the everything else you do too. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know these are big questions um, today. We should have an extra yeah. cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> so I've, um, I do work with Oracle cards and dreaming and the, the clutter clearing, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I also teach Reiki. Ooh. And uh, I've done a lot of work with um, ceremony and looking at different, how to incorporate ceremony into daily life, into your home. Um, Can we get into else? that a little bit? Sure. <laughs> because I've been personally on this big kick of like making special moments in my day. Mm -hmm. I realize how I'm just been going lately, right? I mean, I have my, my like workout time, my meditation time, but like just mm -hmm. little, you've heard the term that, that's trending, like glimmers, right? These little magical moments that mm, pop up in yeah. your day and I'm trying to just <laughs> slow down and create more. So mm -hmm. I like my dinner, my husband travels, I'm home alone, but I'm trying to like, I think it's important to still get a placemat out. I get a cloth napkin. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, 
Sometimes <laughs> I would just stand at the counter, inhale my food, and be done. And I'm like, this is not okay. So I'm trying to make that a little ceremony, if you will. <laughs> mm, uh-huh. But do you have any other ideas or recommendations for little mm. ceremonial moments people can add into their day-to-day? Yeah, I think it's really important um, with anything, but especially with ceremony, to set an intention and be pre- and just to be present in the moment. Yeah. So, you know... It could be, you know, just as you said, you know, using a special, like using a placemat or a cloth napkin or setting up, you know, honoring your food as that is, you know, part of your nourishment and enjoyment. And even getting up in the morning, you know, if sometimes uh, incorporating like choosing an oracle card or setting an intention for the day, um, just, you know, it could be like lots of little things Mm -hmm. can add up to just creating like ceremony throughout the day. I like that. So turning your whole day into this like continuous intentional time. Yeah. Nice. So do you have a favorite card deck that you like to use or a couple favorites? Um, Recently, well, I love the Sacred Forest um, by Denise Lynn. And then recently I got, I actually have it here. it's called the Medicine Woman Ooh. Oracle Deck, and it's by Catherine Maylard. Okay. And I just bought it this summer, and I, I love it. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it looks pretty, like, I, for anyone who's, who's listening and not doing video, it looks vibrant mm. and colorful and kind of inspiring and yeah, different. That's so nice. It is. <laughs> All right. So I want to ask about um, maybe self-care. We touched on self-care earlier, but I want to circle back. What are some self-care things beyond the meditation? Do you, you know, mm. what do you like to do? I guess connecting to nature is what I'm getting to. Like, do you, do you like to get outside and oh. walk or do you meditate outside ever in the nice months or? In the nice Yeah, months. right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we do, we have a lot of woods around our nice. house. And so I do, I do like to go outside and walk. Um and it's beautiful, especially in the fall with the, the leaves changing color and things like that. Um, sometimes I do go out and sit and meditate, but it's it, it really depends on the time of right. year because um, we have uh, lots of bugs <laughs> <laughs> and, other, and other outdoor creatures that, you know. Yep, I get you. I, I lo- There's a time of year where I really love my screened-in porch. <laughs> it's something I never really thought I'd love so much until you know Mm -hmm. living out in the woods and yeah like August when the mosquitoes and everything and that that yeah screened in porch is kind of magical (laughs) it's one of those things you don't realize how much you love it until you have it and then you're like wow (laughs) yeah and that's one thing we wish we had that we didn't we don't have yet is a screened in porch well that can be your next like (laughs) thing to manifest with your feng shui and everything (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask um, about this amazing, if anyone is watching on video, this amazing piece of art that is behind you. Can you tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about it? Because it's so eye-catching and just, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I So I saw this um, this summer. It's two phoenixes and one represents fire. It's like fire and ice. So the, the red and the blue. And... They kind of make a heart where they're coming together. Um, 
in the middle. And I've really, you know, ever since um, I was, I had the cancer diagnosis, like the imagery of the Phoenix has really resonated with me. Um, And just the idea of recreating oneself or just, you know, going through a lot and, and rising above it and, and being kind of reborn into like the next phase of life has really resonated with me. Um, and so I have like, there's like phoenixes all over the I love that. place. <laughs> I knew it had to be something big. I could just tell just by the placement mm-hmm. and the energy of it. It had to be something big. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Now we'll be thinking of you whenever I see a phoenix. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We've come to the point where I would like to ask you my final question. I want to know your favorite space in your home. Mm. This can be a nook. It can be a room, maybe that meditation spot in your closet, your big closet. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's actually my office space. So this, the room that I'm in right now, um, I feel like this is the space that most um, closely represents who I am. Okay. And in all aspects of my life. So I have to dig a little deeper because the, you know, the designer uh-huh. feng shui lady in me is curious. Uh-huh. <laughs> what elements do you really connect with in there? Or what specific items? Colors, textures, Ooh. yeah. Um, so I Now have I'm quizzing the teacher. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How funny is this? So I do have a lot of windows in the, in the room. Okay. Um, so actually to the left and to the right, both sides of me, there are there are windows and there's windows all along the, um, I guess the right side of the house there. Um, so I love the light and it's like, I get the afternoon and the evening light on this side of, of the house. Oh, nice. And I really love, that's one thing I really okay. love. Um, I have an altar space set up in here with uh, like, representations of the different elements and um i don't know i have my certificates in here my i have like just little things that um mean a lot to me i have like a little collection of dolls (laughs) um of like uh kind of like women warrior or or like disney princess kind of you know things and i also have my lego collection in here i i I build Legos. That is awesome. (laughs) Man, I have, like, learned some wild things, like, things you would never know about people. Like, I just did an interview with a gal who fly fishes all the time, and she makes her own flies Uh and does all the stuff. She's like, who knew? But Oh, wow. Uh (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing about your office, sharing about your journey and your work. Again, I'm going to put information about Felicia in... Um, the show notes you can go find her learn more about her work um, check out her website Um, Felicia thank you so much for joining me thank you Lisa this was fun thanks all right (laughs) everyone that's it for today I will see you next time I'd like to thank our production company, Caraggio Media, the WELT 95.7 Studios, and our sponsor, Good G. For more information, follow the link in the show notes. Be sure to hit like, hit the subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, find us on Facebook, and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.